are now listening to The Prime Podcast, a show dedicated to exploring and investigating all things health, fitness, and performance related. When something is in its prime, it is at its best. This includes us as humans. Are you ready to take on the world? Then join us on this journey to live life in your prime. Hey everyone, Uh, welcome back to our third version of Find Your Prime podcast. Uh, Today we got Coop hanging out with us in the office. Hello, hello. And uh, a few things we wanted to go over and talk about, review, all that good stuff. Um, First thing, I want to just congratulate everyone who's been participating in the the Intramural Open. It's been great to see everyone uh, getting after on Saturday um, with their group and even the people who are participating on on Sundays and Mondays that kind of make up for that time. It's really awesome to see kind of the the teams come together with a little friendly banter here and there. All right. Uh, As the weeks progress, uh, the last two weeks um, have been relatively, uh, I should say, scaled down a little bit in terms of the CrossFit mentality. Um, I just listened to Dave Castro talk about Open 2, and he had talked about how it was going to be very similar to a Cindy-esque workout, which is a very common workout, which is very accessible for a lot of people, um, similar to what you would do in the middle of Murph and things like that. And that was kind of the mentality behind it, to make it, you know, accessible. You know, the first one was accessible, being able to snatch or clean and jerk. Um, and now I think as we start getting into weeks three, four, and five, they're going to start doing some things that are going to separate kind of the average CrossFitter from the elite level CrossFitter. And with that said, the movements are going to get heavier, they're going to get more complicated, they're going to get more complex which then in turn increases our potential for injury if we try to do something that we're not capable of quite yet. Um, and even as the, the, you know, we do in our general programming, you notice it, well, maybe you don't notice, but we stay away from a lot of the really aggressive and provocative movements that would traditionally um, in a traditional CrossFit gym cause injury. We don't do a lot of overhead squatting. We don't do a squat snatch variation. We don't do some of the other full level Olympic lifts. Um, We stay away from kipping handstand push-ups. We stay away from even American kettlebell swings for the most part. Um, For a lot of those movements, we we do our best to program movements that are the healthiest choice that we find um, will keep you healthy and keep you doing this for a long time. Now, with that said, the Open doesn't care about that. CrossFit doesn't care about that. So they're going to program whatever they feel like they need to program um, to, to weed out uh, the elite-level competitors versus the average athlete. Now, um, with that, we program three separate workouts on purpose, you know, with their RX version, right, which is their RX version, um, the scaled version of theirs, and then our version of it, which is a, a different iteration of what we find to be the healthier option um, if you want to perform that. Now, it doesn't mean anything less of you or anything like that. Now, I want you to be conscious of it because unless you're officially doing the CrossFit Open and if you've registered through games.crossfit.com where you're submitting your score through them, then it doesn't matter which version of the workout you do. It doesn't matter if you signed up for RX. It doesn't matter if you signed up for Scaled. Whatever workout you like best for that day and whatever workout you find the most Uh, comfortable and consistent with your fitness level is the workout that you should perform. Now, there is no pressure. There is no one hanging over your shoulder that you should RX something or do something scaled or do the prime version. 
all there is is just participation. We just want you to hang out, come out, have fun, and being hurt isn't fun. So we want to make sure that as we go into these next three weeks, um, to be conscious of what movements we're selecting, how we're adjusting the workout, and how we're, we're getting that to, to work for us in that sequence. All right. Uh, again, this week, um, today's Tuesday, we're a little late on the podcast. So we've, we're doing a power clean, power jerk, and it might seem slow as you go through. Um, and that, there's a reason for that is because we want to work on technique and we want to be consistent with that technique. And that's why you have one minute to perform one movement. Um, and then the conditioning, we, like, we have I'm predicting some sort of heavy barbell movement and a, maybe a handstand push-up or a muscle-up this week um, for a complex gymnastics movement. That's what I'm going to predict for week three um, for the open workout. So we try to get some of those movements in there, and we do handstand push-ups again, but it's a low number. It's six, um, and we're, we're trying to stay strict as possible with that. Now, Coop and I were just having a conversation about you know the two ab mat rule right as you come through and her uh, idea was like yeah you know like that I just don't like it because it, it really shortens the range of motion so for the most part like if you were to think about a movement like the squat we wouldn't squat we wouldn't be like all right let's just quarter squat a thousand pounds today right so this is essentially what you're doing with an with a handstand push-up right because you're you're putting a lot of weight on the bar essentially and you're only going halfway down all right. So some better variations then would be um, to either work a negative all the way down, like we talked about um, on Monday's programming. Yeah, Monday. No, or Fridays. Fridays. Fridays, pro- program. Fridays programming. Yeah. <laughs> like Monday was yesterday. No, not Monday. <laughs> so um, so maybe working negatives, like learning how to control yourself down, right? Because that's going to be the most important part of the handstand push-up to to not come down fast on your neck. Right, because that could be extremely dangerous. The other option would be to do a pike variation. Now, the pike variation, um, that is probably the best variation, but also the most, I guess, performed incorrectly version would be what they call the stink bug push-up or the pike push-up with your feet on the box. Um, now, a lot of people have trouble. In, today, we did a wall walk kind of on the box so people can feel what it feels like to get in that handstand inverted position to then perform a handstand push-up out of that. And to be honest, doing those strict is very, very challenging. So hard. Um, Even much more challenging, I would say, than the wall in some ways because you can't really cheat because on the wall, sometimes people arch their back excessively and they push into the wall with their feet a little bit. Once you're in that pike position, you really can't, you can't arch your back and do some of those things. So you really have to use your upper body and get into those positions. Now, that would be how we would then want you to scale that and then start working your way to getting more and more and more inverted to learn how to do that. Um, Now, with that said, you know, I've had different conversations. I know Coop has done some uh, one-on-ones with different folks who are looking for specific things. Um, Depending on where you're at, you know, I've I've overheard some people saying, you know, I've been coming for two years and I still can't do a pull-up or I still can't do double unders or I still can't do such and such and such. Now, in, in, in our setting, like we, you know, like if I'm looking at the workouts for this week, for example, we have pull-ups on Wednesday and that's it, okay? And depending on what happens in the open workout, I don't know if there'll be more pull-ups. So if you're only doing pull-ups once a week, there's a good chance you're probably not going to get better at pull-ups. And if you're doing push-ups, pull-ups in a conditioning setting where you're kipping or swinging and doing stuff like that, you're also not going to get stronger at pull-ups. Pull-ups are a strength-based movement that need a proper progression to get stronger at them and to get 
the things stronger that need to be stronger in order to perform a pull-up. Now, if you're not doing them three or four times a week to get better at them, there's a good chance that it's not going to get better. If you're doing them once a week in a class wad in a conditioning setting, there's a good chance that you may never get a pull-up. If you do them consistently in a strength piece, like a while, a long, long, long time ago when we were in CrossFit Utica, we posted a pull-up progression, and I believe Jess Zdanowitz was the only one who did it. A 5432. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the Russian pull-up program. And um, Jess did it, and her, pull, her strict pull-ups went out incredibly uh, tremendous, like in that sequence. Um, but in that sequence, you did pull-ups every day, right? Um, you know, there's a, a concept called increase the groove, right? Maybe if you just come in and did a couple of strict pull-ups every day, it's not going to overly fatigue you, but you keep the movements working and to keep doing this kind of stuff to kind of keep it going. The same thing applies for any other skill or strict movement pattern or strict strength movement. Like if you want to get better at a pull-up or, or a strict handstand push-up or a, a double under or you want to have a bigger squat or whatever those sorts of things are that you might have a specific goal for, those things need to be done and progressed appropriately in a setting that will allow you to do that. And the class workouts are going to have some deviation. They're going to go all over the place. You know, we do uh, the idea of our classes in general and these types of programs is general physical preparedness, GPP, right? So it's preparing you generally for a lot of different things. Nothing's very specific to squatting. Nothing's very specific to pulling. Nothing's very specific to pressing, to Olympic lifting. It's very general and broad. Um, so when we're looking at the programming, it stays general and broad and then if you want something more specific that is where we are, are working towards having more like an individualized and, and even in my ideology right in my brain I'm looking to try to do that as like a even like a remote kind of like prime online version of that to make sure that we can give you guys the stuff that you need um, to work on extra to kind of be able to do some of the stuff that you want to do all right so hopefully that makes sense to everybody all right. And then as we get through the week, um, we got some single, we got some little bit of squatting, right? All this stuff is kind of light because the intensity of the open workouts, right? So we're doing potentially op doing open workouts on Saturday and then maybe Monday if we're redoing or doing something similar on Monday. So the rest of the week is kind of, you know, we, we not that we, we're saying it's not important or it's not going to make you better, but it's not as intense or, or as challenging um, to allow us to be able to perform our best. Like we don't want you to get super duper sore from Wednesday's workout and then try to perform something on Friday or Saturday and then be really fatigued and not perform your best on those workouts. Um, so the, the workouts are kind of structured in a way that we kind of Monday and Tuesday is a little bit more intense and then it kind of scales down a little bit as the week goes on uh, to, to allow us to, to be a little bit better. Uh, so that's open stuff. That's programming for this week. Um, hopefully that makes sense to everybody. Um, and if you want anything specific, I know a few folks have reached out. Um, they do some individualized stuff. And, you know, I had a conversation with Andrea, who I work with, and, and she was to be, her goal was toes to bar. But throughout working toes to bar, she has said that everything else has improved, right? Because we work on flexibility, we work on strength, we work on, you know, uh, upper body strength in general and flexibility. So everything carries over. And a lot of times, the more strict pull ups you can do, you know, the more everything else you can do too. The more toes to bar more pull-ups, your, your upper body is stronger to handle more weight, you know, pressing, uh, your Olympic lifts get better, and pretty much everything can get better around that. Um, so something to think about. All right. Um, so this past weekend, we had um, Nellie's fifth birthday party. And uh, 
I just wanted to talk about nutrition a little bit um, because we did come up, we were recently coming off nutrition challenge, which if you're listening and you participate and you, and you don't know who won or what happened yet, don't worry, we're going to do that next. Um, so, and if you've fallen off the wagon or if you've done whatever or different things come up, right? Life happens, right? I was at my daughter's birthday party and, you know, there's different stuff there that, you know, you don't want to be the guy in the corner who's just eating a salad with no dressing and, and you know, as people are kind of like mingling and socializing, food is very social. And we don't want to take that ever take that away from anybody and be really restrictive on what you're doing. Um, if you're within 80 to 90% consistent throughout the week, for the most part, you're going to be pretty good. You know, if you go out on the weekend and, and you have a drink or if you have a slice of pizza or if you have some bread when you're out to dinner, it's not the end of the world. Um, and I think a lot of us, we get guilty about that or we feel a certain type of way when we fall off track slightly um, and then it leads to this kind of like inward spiral of things. Now, I'm not saying like if you're out on a Saturday night and you have 10 drinks and you eat a whole pizza, that could potentially derail you a little bit. Um, but if we're, we're, we're having a drink or if you go out to dinner and you want to have something that's not... Uh, compliant. I mean, just do your best in terms of, of being there. As long as it has a vegetable and it's a protein and, and different stuff like that, then, you know, don't worry about it too, too much, but enjoy um, the social aspects of eating and, and, and enjoying that company with the people that you're around. Um, nutrition, obviously, we all know plays a huge role into our body composition and some folks found out to our performance as well. Uh, so just make sure that we're, we're keeping that in check. And if you want to perform your best in certain things, if you want to look your best, nutrition has to uh, be a big part of that as well. Um, not going to go into too many details with nutrition here, but I just want to make sure that we're all clear uh, that one minor hiccup doesn't really crush us for all that. Okay. Uh, so some things that are coming up, uh, what we want to talk a little bit about, we do have open... 20.3, 2013, that would be too many. Uh, 20.3, um, where we have Nick Bruno, Nick Woodman, Chelsea Flo, and Chas. and Chas performing on Thursday night, which I don't know if Chas is still going to perform. We will be give, get back to you on that. Um, and then uh, we'll find out what it is and then go from there for Saturday. As we go through, we're going to have a heat list. I know we didn't do it for week two, and it was a little bit of a... Of a cluster mess a little bit but we got it all done i think we'll, we'll try to do another heat list for this saturday to make sure we're a little bit more clear on everything that's going to happen and go through um other than that i mean we will we have our holiday party coming up um at least we'll have a, a official sign up for the holiday party we, we're finalizing the details with the vendor and going from there and then we are going to be doing an athlete symposium or, or high school college athlete seminar where we're going to ask uh, some folks to come in for 90 minutes to two hours um, and we're going to do some educational uh, hands-on some different things in that seminar to give folks an idea of what we do here um, for our young athletes at prime movement performance and we're also along with that going to create a separate facebook account that will just be um, promoting for our facebook athlete or our face our prime athlete program um, i think that'll allow us to uh, put our brand out there of what we're trying to do in our athlete program versus what we try to do in our prime 45 and our crossfit style program um other than that i think we're pumpkins and pints oh pumpkins and pints yeah <laughs> this uh saturday remember we have uh pumpkins and pints so we will be carving pumpkins after the workout hopefully it's another uh one we can have 20 people go at the same time so we'll be done working out by 10 and we can hang out the potluck was great and i know some folks after maria 
um, was like, we got to do more potlucks. It was outstanding. Yes. <laughs> um, so it was a, a lot of fun. Um, bring your favorite fall beverage um, and bring some pumpkins, bring some carving utensils. We're going to get some pumpkins as well um, and come and have some fun. Um, remember your Halloween costumes. <laughs> Hopefully uh, Team Mercurio has something that they can beat out Team Coop. I don't know. It'll be a tough one, though. Coop is unimpressed. Not phased. Although Team Mercurio is winning by four points. Um, so we shall see how the, the week plays out and how things go. Uh, but other than that, have a great rest of your week. And we'll be back next week with some more info.